When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, I don't know if you guys are planning on doing any travel this weekend, but if you are, at least 3.3 million Southern Californians are expected to travel this Memorial Day weekend, which of course is the latest sign of recovery from the pandemic for the region's hard-hit tourism industry. The number marks an 8% increase from last year, which is quite a bit. At least 2.8 million Southern California residents are expected to travel by car, and about 360,000 are expected to travel by plane, which is an 11% increase from last year. Also worth noting, gas prices have also gone down from an average of 5.89 per gallon last year in the LA Long Beach area down to 4.85 per gallon right now. So, a lot of people traveling, a lot of people getting cheaper gas. So I was trying to figure out something to do this weekend myself, but it's like way too late. Like such a moron, you know what I mean? Like I have no ability to plan at all. We know. You know, like I have no ability to like look at a calendar and actually make a, a game plan. I literally just put in the calendar the Dodgers game to buy the tickets. Like yeah. I reminded myself, you can't do that. Like that took two seconds. No, I can do that. But like, for example, you know, I just received an email from one of the BBBs, you yeah. know, and he said, hey, man, like we got to make sure your vacation schedule is taken care of. And I'm like, what vacation schedule? He must have heard us talking about it. And he's like, well, it's important that you well, get this thing done. And, and he also, I sent him an email when he sent the thing about requests. I said, here, bro, here are the ones that have already been approved since February. Yeah, right. And so you see, you're so much further ahead of me. Yeah. And so when but it But I com- copy you on all those emails I, back I in February. Why didn't you just jump on the bandwagon after that? George, I've been trying to order a new pair of running shoes for about the last six weeks. Oh, you got to check with Rachel. Laura said it in my ear. You're oh, right. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do. I, am I wrong? Uh, I mean, it's like, well, here's the thing. Rachel was like, hey, it's going to be, you know, a holiday weekend. You're off the air on Monday. Why don't we go do something? And then another day goes by. And then another day goes by. And then by the time we start looking into things, everything's booked and sold out. Right. You, you got to do stuff in advance. Right. Because the world has come back and we're all sort of living in it every day and we're not really paying attention. But today, all of a sudden, something hit me when I was here at the office. I was like, we're all here in the office, like all the time now, you know. Like it, 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 we're all back to work. We're all back here. There's no restrictions. Life is back, and that's why this weekend, because I didn't plan properly. Now I got nothing. I got nothing for a holiday weekend. Go work. I'm working. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm down. But you can't just send your your vacation request. Do you know that the other day I sent my vacation request? I actually, you'd be so proud of me. I actually said to the BBBs, hey, during the college football season, this Friday, this Friday, this Friday, I'm going to be going to see my son play college football. You guys are going to have to arrange a place for me to broadcast back in Pittsburgh, you know, so I can be on the air on Friday Yinzer. nights. Yeah, damn right. Yins are going to be dying over there and that, you know. So I was like, I was, George, you'd be so proud of me. I got September. But you still didn't put your summer vacation. No, no. And then, and then what I did was I actually decided, I made a decision. Right. I said, I'm taking off the last week of August right into Labor Day. Is it Labor Day at the end of the summer? Yeah, yeah. Is Memorial Day this weekend? Correct. Yeah. All right. I'm taking off the whole last week of August into Labor Day. And then I'll come back feeling good, refreshed, tanned. You know, and then ready to go for football season, baby. You, you yeah, me too. Because didn't you read the email? It also said 
we encourage you not to take off more than two weeks at a time. Well, I'm not taking off more than two weeks at a time. It's actually one week, but I get the Monday off because right. of the holiday. Yeah. Okay. See that? That's planning. That's what I do that's every planning. year. Yeah. I right? thought you said from August until Labor Day. No, he's the last week okay. of August. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Not week. the whole month of August. Yeah, yeah. Although that does sound pro- pretty good. Although a couple years ago during the pandemic, I had to do that because all my vacation had accumulated and rolled over and I had like 27,000 weeks of vacation. He did. He like took off almost a month. I right? was like gone almost yeah. the entire month. <laughs> He came once, and then- And I was like, see you guys next month. Yep. Yeah. Last summer, you were never around. That was the summer then. But I had I had accumulated like nine weeks of vacation because I didn't take vacation during the pandemic. You'd be so proud of me. Because we were working from home. We couldn't go anywhere. You would be so proud of me how I planned. I've even already put into my calendar, I'm moving my daughter back into her dorm at college, Uh which I've never done before. It's on my calendar. Good for you. Now I got to make flights. Good for you. Haven't been able to do that yet. That is what you need to know brought to you. You you need to know Cappy's schedule. That is what you need to know brought to you. I need you to help me with some flights. (laughs) You're very good at it. By Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, Where are the flights to? It's to New Orleans. Okay. I'll figure that out. There's a good Delta. There's a Delta flight in the morning and one at night. Oh, okay, yeah. good. We'll, we'll figure that out later. All right, though. thank you. Uh, the Dodgers. What was your thing that you were going to say? I wrote it down. Um, the most impressive thing that the Dodgers have done through 51 games is is be in the position they're in given their starting pitching. Oh my God, it's a mess right now because of injuries. I mean, when Julio Urias, hello, hello, anybody? You Nobody. You didn't really nail it, though. Come on. That's like an 80% of the way there. It's like 70. Julio Urias. No? No, there's no double R there. You don't have to roll the R. You prefer if I just say Urias? Urias. Urias. There you go. That's yeah, better. Yeah, Urias. Julio Urias. Right. The, uh, the acento See? is on the I. Got mm-hmm. it. Urias. You've got 10 starts so far out of this yeah. guy. He's gone 55 innings so far for you. Mm-hmm. And now he's hurt. Yeah. Dustin May gave you nine starts and 48 innings of work, and now he's hurt. Noah Syndergaard, not real good. Tony Gonsolin, six starts, one quality, but only 29 innings. My point is this. Mm -hmm. You don't have Walker Bueller. May is hurt again. Mm -hmm. Urias is hurt now. Mm -hmm. What they're doing with 51 wins, the most wins in the National League. Right. Is impressive. I said 51. 31 wins out of 51 games. Right. It's very impressive. It is impressive. What the Dodgers have done. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you something else. What else are you going to tell me? I'll tell you something. What else? You have to learn to be a bit more patient, George Sedano. Me? Yes, sir. Why? You must learn to be a bit more patient when it comes to sports. How so? Because it's 51 games into the season. Mm -hmm. How do you think Max Muncy's doing? Uh, He's doing great. He's got 15 home runs. Yeah. He's got 35 RBIs. Right. But all I said was at that time was if he continues to hit under the Mendoza, you can't keep hitting him in the four spot. And then literally that day, he hit two home runs. That's so, why you have to have a feel. Right. But, you got to have a gut. But, I didn't say you got to bench him that day. You I said, said he got to be lowered in the batting order. I said if he continues to hit below the Mendoza, you can't bite him clean up. And I said... Trust Dave Roberts and his gut. Okay, but what? And then he hit two home runs. He heard me. Right. And he heard Blake. Blake actually wrote about it the two days before that. It was wonderful that Blake wrote about it we'll on his substack. We'll join us later, by the way. And then you read his substack, and then you guys pushed the same agenda to move Muncie down in the lineup. And, and we, we and, inspired him. And calmer heads prevailed. Yeah, right. When I said, calmer it's heads. early, fellas. Yeah. Chill. 15 home runs, 35 RBIs. For a guy... 
to have to pick up the slack when you don't have Trey Turner and you don't have By Justin the way, Trey Turner. Turner is stunk. Has not looked, has not been what Philadelphia was going to expect. We'll, we'll get to that in Radio Tinder because Lindsay's got a Radio Tinder question about him. Thank All you. I'm saying is this. Yeah. I have to admit, didn't think it would be like this. And, and I love the drama of the Dodgers not making the moves, not spending the money, mm-hmm. still in first place. And the Padres spending all the money and all their top guys and all those hundreds of millions of dollars, trash thus far. Mm -hmm. Trash. Yeah. When you're playing in a game like yesterday and your top five guys go 0 for 17 and these guys are all making like hundreds of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. thus far, hot trash. Huh. What do you think of that? You know what hot trash is? Not really. Just sewage. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 I, just, I thought it sounded cool the way I said it. Yeah. Hot trash. Or you could say sewage, too, just for efficiency. Yeah, but trash wasn't enough. Right. Needed to explain Yeah. this is extremely hot trash. Yeah. yeah. Feel me? Uh, Bobby Miller's going to remain in the rotation, according to our buddy Dave. We should get Dave on. It's you want to have Dave mi- Roberts on? It's been a minute. You want me to FaceTime him? You don't have to FaceTime him. I mean, if you want him, but I mean, I'd like to actually have him for a segment at some point. Okay, you tell me when. Okay. Are you guys still friends? You didn't make him mad? You have a tendency to do that with Dave's. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I actually did make Dave mad at me. Ooh, shocker. Recently? Dave Roberts. What did you say? Do you guys really want me to tell this story? Yeah, why not? You guys really want me to tell this? You have to tell it True story. I'll tell it. It's fine. Um, When the Dodgers won the World Series. (gasps) I remember this. You told me the story. You were not on the air. I was off and you did something that you weren't supposed to do. Let me tell everybody what happened. Yes. So LZ and I were hosting the show and both LZ and I were both pounding Dave Roberts with texts. We got to get you on. We got to get you on. So Dave, being the friend that he is. Great guy. And saying, hey, this is what it's all about right here. You know, when you have a relationship where you can get a hold of somebody the day after winning the World Series. Hey, I'm going to do these guys a favor. So Dave is doing both LZ and I a favor. I didn't know LZ knew Dave the way I knew Dave. Yeah. So Dave comes on, and I have, I'm sitting just like I'm sitting right now if you're watching on YouTube, and I have my cell phone next to me, but I'm not looking at it because I'm listening carefully to what Dave is saying. Right. And at the end of the interview, I say, Dave, I got to ask you because we haven't Oh, the, the about, stuff the about Justin Turner. Justin Turner remember? Because right. remember what happened? The COVID thing. Right. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, I hear Bergman screaming in my ear, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Right? And I'm like, I'm yeah. like this. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm live on the air, and I'm going like this. What? 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 What's the problem? What? You know? Like, I knew that we we probably should have asked it. I was trying to tiptoe around it. He didn't want that question asked. He didn't want, Mm-mm. Dave did not want me to ask it. So, Bergie had, had texted, texted me. But why didn't he tell you in your ear? I don't know, but he texted. That's on Bergie. I got to defend Greg here. I'm not, I'm not putting it on Greg. He you, text- you could have read your phone, but he should have said, read your phone. All I know is this. There was a miscommunication. I don't blame Greg. I blame Did myself. Did he tell you before? I don't recall him saying that. <laughs> but here's the thing, That usually means yes. I, yeah, here, I, I take away the blame on Bergie then. It's I, solely yeah. on you. I've recently been dealing with a lot of lawyers. So when I yeah. say things like I don't recall, <laughs> it's because I've been saying that a lot yeah. recently. Uh-huh. So Bergie starts freaking out at me. Of course he does, because Bergie freaks out. We hang up the phone. Yeah. Now I realize that that they have asked, hey, please don't ask me about that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, which, you know, it kind of sucks. That but that, but if, that's you stepping in it as always. Right, of course, yeah. naturally. Yeah. So now Dave and I go back a long way. So did you did you reach out to him? So, no, oh. I didn't. So then I got a call. This is honestly, I'm not joking. This is like a year later. Right. Like a year later, Dave called from out of nowhere. Hey, Dave, what's up? And he starts giving it to me. 
about how, you know, that day and, you know, um, and how could you do that to me? And we've been friends. And I, I said to him, I go, my brother, I swear to you, I swear to you, just a miscommunication. I told him the exact same story, my phone. I didn't see it, the whole thing. And we squashed it and we, we hugged it out. And we love each other on the phone. We hugged it out. We hugged it out on the phone. Virtually, yes. And I have, I swear to you, I've left him alone since. Right. Like rather than, you know, continue to say, hey, you got to come on the air or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I figure what we do is it's on now Wednesday. Been, it's now been almost two years since then. We got to go on Wednesday. We'll go to this game. Because we had him on after that, Yes, though. yes. But it was through the Dodgers. It wasn't through I was, you. I was going to say, you want me to go through the team? Maybe it's not such a good idea, Captain. No, I will text out. Dave directly. I will text the All skip right. directly. Well, well, let's find a day that makes sense when they're like having an off day or something. Okay, we can do that. You know, like when they're in town, you know? You know what we should really do is on Wednesday, you know what I'm going to do? Hey, Linz, how about if we get some media credentials on Wednesday for the game? Okay. This way we can go down and see the skip. You can see him. I can go down and talk to the skip before the game. Right. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys talk to him. Smooth that over, Cappy. Okay. And I want you June 5th is a Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have a game. It's coming off the Yankees series before the... Oh, no, they're going to Cincinnati, so my bad. That's not right. Um, Boy, I really do create a lot of problems, don't I? Yeah, you do. Like, I really do just step in it all the damn time, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, but that's why we love you, Cappy. Thanks. Makes for great radio. Just step on my own, you know what? Yeah. Why don't we have him on... Yeah, after that would be the Yankees series, but that's a weekend. Um... Maybe then they come, they're on the road again. Middle of June? How about tomorrow? I mean, you're going to text them like that? Just yeah, come I'll on text tomorrow. Them. What's the, yeah, what, what's the deal? Friday. Here? Yeah. They're, they're on the road, though, aren't they? They are. Right now, they're in Tampa no, Bay. No, they're playing Tampa Bay. They're in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Aren't they? He can't come on during our show yeah. because they'll be, on, they'll be yeah. playing. All right. That takes that out of the equation. Yeah. How about after, after they play the Yankees? Wait. Oh, no, that's a Sunday. Um, yeah, after they play the Yankees, but they're back on the road again. Mm, at Cincinnati, at Philadelphia. Yeah, that again be, creates a problem for I us. do like your June 13th idea before they play the White That's Sox. That's what I said from the beginning. Well, I don't know. Why didn't somebody write it down? I just said it. It literally well, just happened like 30 seconds ago. Like, write it down or something, will you? Yeah. Put it in your calendar. So, he can do Monday or Tuesday. The 12th, they don't play at all, and they're coming back from Philly on an early day game. All right, Monday the 12th, it is. Yeah, see if they can do Monday the 12th. Yeah. Please. Or you text him too. I'll text Dave Roberts Whatever. Myself. Do whatever he wants. I will handle things myself. Okay. By the way, congratulations but to Dave But they're doing great. Yeah, son just the graduated. the whole point of this conversation. Son just graduated college. Mazel tov, Dave. Yeah. The whole, by the way, Dave Roberts getting a lot, of, uh, a lot of love this week as the Celtics won a game. They're playing tonight. Everybody's talking about the 2004 Red Sox right. again, and can the Celtics do what the 2004 Red Sox? So you see that stolen base 100 times right. this week already. I mean, all-time legend. On one stolen base, no yeah. doubt. All right. Um, am I going to tell everybody about Coors Light right now? Because yeah, I, I would. But really let me like tell to. people what we're going to do next. Go ahead. Okay. We're, what are we doing next? We got a couple things. Oh, all right. We got one. We got insiders praising LeBron for making a quote genius move, okay. and Josh McDaniels and Devontae Adams are telling us we're idiots. Okay. All those things coming up in a second. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Not around. Let you down. Let you down. Post Malone, man. I was at a uh, Rams game a couple years ago when the Rams were still playing at the Coliseum. I was working the broadcast of the game. Mm-hmm. And um, Post Malone was standing in the corner of the end zone. Like, not on the field, but be, like where fans were, but like behind. And I'm walking across the field, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, look at this guy. Pfft. Who is this guy with the tats all over his face and his neck? Who is this guy? I look at him. He looks at me. We make eye contact, and we both give each other one of these, George. Just a head nod. Like, what's up, my what's up? man? What's up? How you doing? Then I walked down the field, and I was like, is that Post Malone? Because like, I don't know that many dudes that have that kind of face tattoo thing going on. Yeah. And then it occurred to me later on, that was, that was him. See, I was a little too consumed with Fat Amy, who but was there. You love... Um you love those celebrity encounters. It's why I feel like when Tristan Thompson came to the table when I was in Denver and put the headset on, yeah. like you were, you for that mo- split second, you wish you were there with me to yeah, talk to been, Tristan. It would have been nice to have talked to him because if I would have had Tristan there like you did, I'd have grabbed his hand, we'd have bro hugged it out, mm-hmm. and then rather than him just like going out to the shoot around, yeah. I would have had my hand on his shoulder, yeah, like with a little squeeze. Right. I also didn't want us to get in trouble with who. With the Lakers. What are we going to get in trouble with the Lakers for? Because they don't want their players on our air right before a game. Let me ask you this question. Especially when we didn't ask them or give them a heads up. Okay. Not sanctioned. He happened to grab the headset. There was nothing I could do about it. Okay, right there. You said it. Okay, hold on. But I told him, that's why I was honest. I said, you probably want to take that headset off because I don't want Tanisha to get mad. Okay. And then he, you know what he did immediately? Oops. Okay. Oh, see he's, you later. Fr- he's afraid of Tanisha too. I would yeah. be too. Okay. I, I personally, I not, love her personally. Okay. But you're petrified of her. Um. Well, she's the boss, man. Well, it kind of sounds Mitch, like her and Mitch are the bosses. Okay. Listen. All I'm telling you is this: that Tristan Thompson came to the broadcast location, and as a media savvy ball player. He decided himself he wanted to be on the air. Right, but that's not how this works. Okay. All right, this is how we got in trouble at the Rams house. I have a quick question for you. <laughs> oh, geez, don't get started on that. <laughs> I have a question for you. If LeBron came over and decided to pick up the headphones and the microphone... I would still tell him, Tanisha's going to get mad if you if you stay here with us, and he's going to say whatever he wants to say And LeBron is going to be like, I do what I want to do. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I doubt it because he really respects her as well, well and he respects the people that, that do the job that they do. I'm not saying he's disrespecting anybody. I'm saying I am my own man. Okay. I make my own decisions. But I told the second I said that to Tristan, he immediately said, okay, got you, bro. You guys, see you later, guys. Well, because Tristan the- Thompson's low man on the totem pole Tristan who would like Thompson to be... Tristan Thompson doesn't need to play basketball anymore either. There's right. That. He's like, hey, look, if I want to stay around here, I guess I better. Play he could by have the rules. if he wanted to, but he's he out of respect. This is the problem. You don't have respect. I have nothing but R E S P E C T. 
You've no respect. I for have people. all respect. All respect. You, this all you care about is you. I put a lot of respect on other people's names. I'll tell you that right now. <sighs> all right, real quick on LeBron. All right, go ahead. So, a couple of things. All right, what are they? First, before I get to this insider praise of LeBron James for making a quote-unquote genius move. Is this from you? No. Are you me. the insider that I, said he I, made I'm a not, genius I'm move? I'm not okay. the insider. Didn't know. Yeah. There's still more Kyrie chatter today. More. I know you don't love this, but you know this is not going to stop until free agency starts. You know this, right? Can't wait until Kyrie signs with somebody else and we can stop having these conversations. Right. It's good, But until that happens, mm-hmm. and it, that means we're probably still easily six or seven weeks away from that mm-hmm. before that happens okay that this is not going away like right. more here's another story today let's hear it from eric pincus in bleacher report who's very well connected eric pincus is a reputable guy yes okay other nba sources suggested james was getting an early start on his leverage campaign this is about what he was saying in the postgame press mm-hmm. on the uh on the lakers front office attempting to influence GM Rob Palenka to chase free agent Kyrie Irving, who is still expected by many to re-sign with the Dallas Mavericks. If I were Rob Palenka, I would say this to LeBron James. Okay, I'll, I'll be Rob, you be LeBron. Okay. Okay? Hey, um, Sedano and Cap role play. That's right. This is a little you know, a little theater. Sedano and Cap theater. Here mm-hmm. it goes. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm Rob Palenka, you're LeBron James. Yeah. Hey, LeBron. Hey, what's up, bro? How, how's your foot? You know, it's getting there, trying to figure out if we need surgery or not. We just got to figure it out. You know, we're going to make a decision here fairly soon, I guess, you know. Yeah, I can tell you, you don't need surgery. You're fine. Um, Are you you a doctor? No, but uh, you're fine. I watched you play. You're fine. Hey, I'm not uh, fine. I didn't play like LeBron James. Yeah, you did for a half. No, I mean, that's the whole point is I would play like LeBron James for multiple games. No, you probably aren't going to play like LeBron James anymore. Not, not, no. Okay. Probably not. Um, All right, but that's neither here nor there. I called to ask you a question. Maybe I should leave. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. I'm done with you. Okay. I don't think we're going to have a a long conversation here, but go ahead. Okay, all right. I'm going to reset this. Um, This is act two. Ready? Act two. Oh, so we've left. Right. All right. Act two. Here it goes. Hey, LeBron. Hi. What's up, Rob? Hey, um, I wanted to ask you, what is your interest level in us pursuing Kyrie Irving? I would say uh, I there is an interest on my part. You know, I've I've won a championship with him. Um, I know how talented he is, and uh, yeah, I, there'd be some interest. Sure, if you guys think you can make that happen, I think we should at least look into it. Do you think we should do that? I think we should at least look into it. You know, you're the general manager at the end of the day. You're gonna have to figure that out. But if you're asking me my opinion, I think he's a great player. I've won a championship with him. All right, but do you want us to pursue him? Do you I, want him on the team? I, I just told you that I think he's a great player, and I think we need great players. So if you think it makes, if you think we can make it happen, go do what you got to do. Okay. Now, end of scene. I'm Rob Palenka. Mm-hmm. I hand off now. I look over at Jeannie because Jeannie's in the room yeah. while Rob is talking to LeBron, and I look over at Jeannie and I say, Jeannie, LeBron here would like us to go after Kyrie Irving. No, that's not what I said. I said I I would I certainly you asked me if 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 you if I if I think you should go after him and I said to you, I've won a championship with him. I know what he's capable of. I think he's a great player. If you think you can make that figure that out, go do what you do. I understand, but you have to you have to understand that. That's I, not me I, committing to no, anything. No, no, but I've cut scene 2. George. No, no, but I'm just I'm re, this is scene 3 and I'm reiterating what was said in scene 2. Right, but in scene and 3 And I'm not George anymore, I'm LeBron. Well, but in, you see this is the problem. In yeah. scene 3, yeah. there is no LeBron. Oh, it's just you and Jeannie. It, it's just it's just Rob and Jeannie. Oh, right, but now you're you're misinterpreting what LeBron so said. So now I'm looking over at Jeannie and I'm yeah. saying, "Hey Jeannie, um LeBron wants us to pursue Kyrie." 
So I'm going to say as long as that's what he wants us to do, that's what we should not do. Let's not do that. That's what he wants. Let's not do that. Oh. What do you think? What, Jeannie, you're laughing. I mean, I will say he doesn't have the best track record when he's reportedly been the one to push these personnel moves. I'll say that. Okay. All right. So, See that? I get it. See? See? End of Act 3. Mm-hmm. Now, that, fine sir, is called acting. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Thank did, you, fine sir. Did everyone hear that? You're an idiot. That is what is known as talent. People. All right. You Improv. Know, yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks, Christopher. Hang on while I just like groove a little to this great music. Oh man, it's the Tonight Show music. Cappy, it sounds like music that you would just love. Let me tell you, you want to know, yesterday I was a little like, I was still a little high off the show, like in the sense of like still like heart was pumping. This is what time? Seven o'clock at night? Yeah. So I wanted to chill. You know what I found? Classical music on 91.5. And I listened to uh, a little Mozart on the way home. Wow. How about that? And it totally relaxed me. Aren't you cultured? I, I'd never done that before. I mean, I've been to like a symphony or whatever, but it was um, it was kind of nice, actually. First time I've done that. Wow, lovely. Yeah. Oboe, co- tip. Oboe Concerto in CK314. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Maybe tonight I'll try it on the way home. Yeah. What's on tonight? We got Anita Marks on tonight? Yes. Yeah. Did Anita you, Marks or Classical? I don't know. Did you write that down or did you remember that? I remembered it because wow. it has it on the screen right. on my TV, on my, on my TV, wow. on my radio. Did you take a picture of it while you were driving? Oh, you remembered that yeah. just now. Oboe Concerto in CK314. What's CK? I don't know what the hell it oh, means. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought, okay. The way you said it sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Right. I'm, I'm guessing in C is the 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 note like uh-huh. that where it begins and what's the k i don't know you know i can't read music whatsoever but i can learn things by ear cool that's awesome like, what, on what instrument piano, that's just, a real talent like piano guitar Good for violin. you really i have no idea how to read music but i can learn how to play stuff by my ear. kid is learning to real, read music now um you know they do you know when you're in like third grade or whatever they do use those recorders oh, oh. my god those things <laughs> kind of recorders you don't know what I'm talking about? They're like little they're plastic like, flutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. So in my house, they were doing like one of those like, um, they had at school one of those like uh, like little like- Recitals? Recitals, right. Oh, yeah. Right. And she was practicing that thing all the time. And I was like, Aria, can you please stop with that thing? Right. She's Take like, no, that kazoo and break it. Go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. See, they tried to teach me how to read music when I was young. And that's when I decided to learn how to play drums. 
Yeah. You know, I was like, I can't figure this out. that's when that kid was getting beat up and put ketchup and right. mustard on and you did nothing. If I had not been carrying my drum, who knows how much ass I would have kicked that day. Probably none. Zero. Yeah. Should have taken the drum Zero. and smashed Island. it over someone's head. What do you got? All right. A lot of Dodgers fans were bummed when they didn't re-sign Trey Turner this offseason. Instead, of course, he signed a massive $300 million free agent deal with the Phillies. So it's no surprise that during his recent hitting slump, he was relentlessly booed by the extra vocal Philly fans, <laughs> including his own mom. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. At one point when he was asked about his struggles, he said that his mom, quote, prepared him for anything in this game and had been tough on him from an early age. He even heard the boos from her. Uh, it is worth noting that after starting last night's game 0 for 4, he broke out with a game-tying home run to send the game into extras, which the Phillies went on to win. So he's out of the hitting slump, at least for now. So two questions here. Did the Dodgers make the right move in not re-signing Trey Turner? Also, would you ever boo your own kid? <laughs> um, all right, so I'll start with this. I think the Dodgers did... I mean, look, I... That was a big contract, okay? Like 12 years, I think, for $300 million. Mm. I don't. They don't like doing that, and I trust them with that. Look, I've told you Andrew Friedman is the smartest executive, I think, in sports, uh, arguably. He's clearly proven that with the way this team has functioned, as we touched on it earlier. And by the way, our Dodger insider, baseball guy, Blake Harris, will join us at 545. Um, so, so I, I, I think that if they were willing to pass on him, then I, I trust them in that spot, and it hasn't worked out early. And by the way, you know this, Cappy. That's not one of those towns you want to not play well in after signing a big contract. No, but I I would say this. You know, on one hand, you would say, but the Dodgers are in first place, and they're not on their first shortstop or their second or even their third. They're kind of down to their fourth Meaning, you know, Seager's been gone now, and Turner's gone, and, uh, you know, they had injury, obviously, in the first day of spring training. But yet, as much as I think they should have signed Trey Turner, because I think he's an, a, an amazing player, they're still in first place without him. Yeah. So it's hard to really argue that they made a mistake by not signing him. Correct. I would agree with that. Uh, also, as far as booing my own kid, hmm. Uh, I benched my daughter in a basketball game this past season. Rightly <laughs> well, that's, so. That's Rightly so. Equivalent. Seriously, I mean, she deserved it. She wasn't playing defense. <laughs> she yeah. seriously. Hey, if you can't play defense, can't, you can't play for Sedano. She, she's not a very good offensive player. She's pretty good on defense. And when she wasn't playing defense, I'm like, you got to go, sister. Right. Wait, did she play offense at least for the first half? No, she's she's not strong enough to be good at offense in basketball. I gotcha. So, she, but she moves well enough to be a good defender, and she did a pretty decent job there. But when she was just lollygagging, I was like, "Yo, you gotta go. You, we gotta try to win this game." It's funny though. You ask about could you boo your own kid? I don't think I could boo my own kid, but I am really, really, really tough. Like it's hard for me to watch my kid play. My son's about you know he's going to be a senior this year, and this is his last year of college football, and this is kind of his last big chance of his life, you know. And it just, when I sit there and I watch, I'm like in knots. I, I'm sick. I, I, I can't watch with any pleasure of any kind. So what if he like shanked a game-winning punt? Would you boo him? I would not boo him, but I'd like run away and hide. You know, mm. so the other parents are, are booing him. Well, he's a kicker. He's not a punter, too. Or does yeah. he do That's both? That's what I meant. Nah, a game, shanked a game-winning kick. Yeah. Yeah. Extra, All right. What's next? Point. Uh, Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams was the highest profile player among the five that were suspended by the NFL last month for gambling violations. He, of course, was the only one not to lose his job after the punishment was announced. The former number 12 overall pick addressed his six-game suspension with reporters for the first time this morning, saying that he was unaware of the league's strict rules against gambling at team facilities. 
Uh, Williams' reported offense was betting on college football games while at a team facility. He didn't divulge a whole lot of detail on the exact nature of the offense, but he said that he wasn't sure where at the facility he made the bets. Are you guys buying Jameson Williams' story that he didn't know that he was breaking a league rule about gambling? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Swiping right. After what happened with Calvin Ridley? I believe the guy. You think he just was oblivious? I think that, um, like, when I was coming out of college and I was trying to make it in the NFL, there were signs everywhere in the locker rooms. No gambling, no gambling, right? Mm -hmm. And... The world is so different now because if you're a 22 or a 23-year-old kid, you may have been gambling for the last few years as a college player on your phone, and you think it's a normal thing. You think that gambling is just like Instagramming, you know? And so now you're sitting there at, at, at the team facility. You might be on Instagram. You might be on Twitter, or maybe you're making a bet. Like, it just doesn't seem that far-fetched to me. That you could be a kid and, and be oblivious. completely unaware yeah, and think, you know, it's no different than any other app that I use on my phone. I don't know. Maybe I'm just coming up with an excuse for the guy. I just feel like considering what happened with Calvin Ridley, like I feel like that's tough because that was a big story where he got suspended for a whole year and yeah. lost his whole paycheck, $11 million or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I need to look this up, but one of the, I guess, one of the loopholes or one of the parts that like people don't understand is when you are traveling with the team mm-hmm. at and you're staying in a hotel, right? Because on Saturday nights before a game, you stay at the team hotel or whatever. Like, they, I guess that's considered a team facility. Right, right. But it's not because no, it's a hotel. It's, while no, you're no, just but with it's the team. But, but you're it, with the it, team. It's like, air, it's like when the president switches planes, that becomes Air Force One. Oh, So okay. when you go to the hotel, okay. that becomes the facility. Yeah, that's right. So it is kind of like, you know, a, what's it called? An albatross in a way. I, I just feel like... Um, this is a very, very dangerous place for all pro sports leagues. If you're willing to take the gambling company's money as partners or advertisers, it's a weird dichotomy. You're, yeah. you're, you're willing to put a sports book into a baseball park that's a major league ballpark, and yet what you're telling your players is they can't participate in what the leagues are accepting money from. It's it's a very dangerous spot, I think, especially for young players. Are you going to tell us now, like why Pete Rose should be banned from baseball? Because usually those two conversations go ahead. No, I'm not doing that. Nah, I'm not What's really next, Lynn? I was just joking. Uh, this past month, Doritos released two new flavors, and one of them is oh. dividing the internet. Are we trying this? Yeah, I've got, I've you, got you some bought, for you guys. You really? bought some. Yeah. Yeah. We got. So, so the new tangy ketchup flavor seems to be getting a fair amount of love, but the hot mustard Doritos have confused a lot of people and disgusted others. The Doritos hot mustard flavor isn't spicy like something with chiles added. Instead, it's like horseradish or wasabi. And it tastes similar to the hot mustard you might get served with Chinese food. Okay. Some customers were taken aback thinking that they were going to be eating like a spicy mustard flavored chip. But, you know, it's hot mustard, like I said, Chinese style. Um, These spicy mustard and ketchup Doritos will be available through the end of July. So do you guys want to try the Doritos spicy mustard? You know, it's interesting that you're telling us this. Uh, George, I don't know if I... uh let you know this, but I recently had some original nacho cheese Doritos. I'm talking the original yeah. Doritos. Yeah. When was the last time you had an original Dorito? It's been a while. Me too. Yeah. I got to tell you something. Pretty good. Original Doritos yeah. are fire. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I mean, I don't know why I just eat regular chips. I'll give you a lot. You know? I really like them. Just don't eat them on the air. All right. What do you mean well, don't eat them on the air? we got to try them on the air. Don't, don't chomp all of them Why not? All right, wait a second. These things, are are they supposed to be like super ridiculously spicy? No, no, no. It's hot mustard. Because I had coffee just a little bit earlier, and if I have coffee and then this really spicy chip, who knows what happens the rest of the show. I haven't tried them either, but I'm, I'm curious now. What do you think, Georgie? 
Mm. Mm. It's tangy. Mm. It's fine. I don't love it, but it's fine. It's just hot. It just tastes like mustard, like like spicy hot mustard. Really? Mm. It's People fine. had a lot of opinions about them. Like, it, oh my god! It's very, it's very tangy. Oh, hell, tangy is what I would call it. It's fine. Oh no 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 no! no, no. Y'all nasty. It, I mean, it's it not, does taste like wasabi. It does. Yes, have, exactly it does taste like, like wasabi, wasabi a little bit. Ugh. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. It's no. not bad. These no. are fire. Ew. No, no, I don't think it's good, but it's not bad. You can mm. have them, Cappy. Listen, yeah. let me tell you something right now. If you didn't tell me what the flavor was, and you were like, hey, this is fire. just some new tangy whatever Dorito, I'm like, these things are fire. Now, all that ketchup-y stuff doesn't sound so great. These are was, fire, bro. What do you got there, bro? People love these the These are the Cheeto-flavored shots, the flaming hot asteroids. Now, these are fire. I don't want that. That sounds like it's going to do major damage to my intestines. And these that you're eating is not gross. Put it this way. I'm going to have to wear it depends on the garment on the oh, way home. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, right. it's, it's okay. It's like it's fine. Oh, mm. I feel like they're gross. Like, yeah, I, they're I gross. I can understand no, why they're, they're polarizing. Good. I think they're outstanding. See? Mm. He I threw them. it away. We don't. Mm, these are good. Oh, All yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. what is the question then? It was just if you, I just Do we like it or not? Yeah, do you want to, did yeah. you want to try them? It's all right. Yeah. Just that you're you're swiping left on them, George. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not. I wouldn't buy them if that's what you're asking. Happy would. You'd yeah, I would. What do you got? I wouldn't buy them. Let me see the bag. You, these are all yours. You can have the whole bag. Pretty damn good. All right, that is Radio Tinder, award-winning Radio Tinder, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila, made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com. Hot mustard. Demand the extraordinary with tequila. Mandala. Mm. Coming up next, Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. Let's go in depth on what's going on with the boys in blue. That's next. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. National Chardonnay Day. Wanna cry? Of course, on National Wine Day. So Chris mentioned uh, Chardonnay, mentioned the Justin Chardonnay. Is that what he said? It's all right. Is that what he said? I, um, I, as a Chardonnay drinker, and I'm a Chardonnay drinker because ra 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 Rachel is a Chardonnay drinker. Just daily Chardonnay butter, inexpensive, and very as you might expect buttery. Actually, a glass of butter Chardonnay right now with these Doritos, these hot mustard Doritos, that would be fire. These things are good. Mm, they aight. They aight. Aight. All right. Yeah. I mean that. I like him. Let's talk to Blake. Blake, what's your favorite Dorito flavor before we talk to you about the Dodgers? You know, I, I'm basic, guys. Give me just the regular nacho cheese flavor. Maybe if I'm feeling a little, you know, on the uh, crazy side, the spicy nacho cheese yeah. flavor. But, yeah, I, I, I'm into basics. I, I would not do those flavors that you guys were just testing yeah. out there. Uh, do you like Chardonnay? I do not. It's National Chardonnay Day. It's also National Wine Day. Yeah. I actually, my favorite Chardonnay is one called Two Sisters. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's kind of me. But uh, do you do you like wine at all? 
No, not, not a wine drinker. Give me, give me a nice, cool 805 or give me a nice little vodka Sprite or something like that. But I, I just can't do wine. Oh, How vodka, old are you now? Vodka Sprite. How old are you right now? <laughs> 12, uh, 13. Yeah, 26, I wasn't into wine, though. No, me neither. But I'll tell you right now, like when it comes to Chardonnay, like inexpensive Chardonnays like butter or La Crema, these are great daily drinking Chardonnays. Yeah. I know that because Rachel told me that. Um, <laughs> Blake, how are the Dodgers doing this? They have the second best record by percentage in the National League. Yeah, I don't really know, George, because, you know, a couple weeks ago when we talked, the Dodgers were a 500 team, and it kind of seemed like, okay, this is kind of going to be what their identity is this season. Then they just go on an insane winning streak, and now I think maybe percentage-wise they're just behind the Braves, but I think they have the most wins in the National League. It makes no sense because the starting pitching is completely just gone. Their bullpen has been really bad the last couple of weeks. But it's been their offense. Their offense obviously has been one of the best in baseball, leading the National League in home runs, leading the National League in walks. So there's your answer right there. They've been hitting a lot of homers, and they've been drawing a lot of walks. Yeah, that's right. It's, it, they've been winning with offense, more so than with pitching. I mean, the last two games that they had beaten Atlanta, they scored eight runs in each of those two games. So, I, you know, I was kind of giving it to George earlier because I knew you had written on your substack a few weeks back about Max Muncy and how you had, had to move him down in the lineup, and now he's got 15 home runs and 35 RBIs. And, you know, just needed to get comfy and cozy and get into the rhythm of the season, and, and here he is. It's, pretty, it's actually pretty amazing, given what they've lost in that order, that Muncy's as, as good as he is at least through 50 games. I think Max Muncy is a reader of the Substack and also a listener to the show because after I came on and talked with you guys about it, especially with George, because George was on my side, I believe. He was saying, yeah, move yep. Muncy down in the starting line if he shouldn't be hitting fourth. And a lot of people gave me a bunch of crap on Twitter for it, but I was like, I didn't say bench him. I said move him down to fifth or sixth. Right. And then he went on that insane stretch. But I will say, yeah, in regards Cappy, to Cappy Max had us sending him down to triple A. No, no, no. Cappy <laughs> said leave him right there in the four hole and let Dave Roberts uh, use his gut to you know take care of a veteran player. Yeah, and I, I will say about Max Muncy, I think I might have to do that exact same article again and George might have to get on board because uh, in the month of May, Muncy's sitting 154. His WRC plus is 55, and a league average is 100, so he's pretty much half worse than the league average hitter. Muncy's been pretty bad for the last three weeks, so I think I might have to do another article so I can take full credit for Muncy uh, figuring things out and turning things around at the plate. There you go. All right, now let me ask you about, you mentioned the pitching staff is a bit in shambles. Um, what do you make of what you've seen, though, from young Bobby Miller? Bobby, I mean, with Bobby Miller, obviously he's the Dodgers' top pitching prospect. I had my own personal expectations with him, and I think he surpassed them. I thought he looked fantastic. I wasn't a fan of throwing him into the fire and having him face the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta for his first career start, but the dude shoved. He looked fantastic, 100-mile-an-hour fastball. And what I like it the most about Bobby Miller is not his great, great performance on the mound. He just has this cockiness about him that I absolutely love. He, he stared down Ronald Acuna when he got him out. He stared, stared down uh, Marcel Lazuna, I believe. And he showed a lot of emotion on the mound, which is something I think the Dodgers have been lacking the last couple of years. So I, I think Bobby Miller is going to be a huge, huge boost to the starting rotation. Do you know a lot about his story? I was telling George yesterday, I had to look it up. Um, you know, he was drafted, I want to say, out of Louisville and got to the Dodger organization in 2020. We know what was going on then. And kind of fast-tracked his way, from what I can tell, Blake, through AA, um, right up to AAA, and at 24 years old, is the number one prospect in the system. 
but they haven't really had this need per se. And based on all the injuries, now here's this kid's chance. You know any more about him? Yeah, so Bobby Miller, yeah, like you said, he kind of just flew through the minors, was their first round pick in 2020. Obviously, there was no minor league season. And then 2021, 2022, just kind of quickly climbed up the ladder. And then this year started in AAA. And yeah, I, I figured he'd be a guy we'd see kind of in the second half of the year, maybe September when they expand the rosters a little. But because essentially every starting pitcher for the Dodgers has gotten hurt, we have to see him a lot quicker than expected. I, I did a tweet on this the other day, but I think Bobby Miller is essentially at this point the Dodgers' 13th starting pitching option at this point. So just goes to show you how many guys have gotten hurt. Okay. Um, look, I know this is a long ways away still, but it's it's coming sooner than you think. Uh, we're two months away, basically, from the trade deadline. Uh, the Dodgers have had moments where they've been active, right? Um what do you think, I mean, is starting pitching the most obvious thing? Is there anything else beyond that that you think they would be looking at over the next couple of weeks? So I feel like every couple of weeks my opinion has changed on this. Initially, I thought it was like an outfield bat. We were on the whole Brian Reynolds train a couple of weeks ago, but obviously that you know has left the station since he signed an extension. Then at first I was like, okay, maybe get some bullpen pieces, but they will have a lot of guys coming back from the IL. I think right now, yeah, the biggest need they have is a starting pitcher because personally – I don't think Dustin May is going to return this year. It sounds like if everything goes according to plan, he'll be back mid to late August at the absolute earliest. Obviously, you're down Walker Bueller. Julio's dealing with his hamstring injury. And you know, how much can you rely on these rookies? And obviously, Clayton Kershaw with his injury history, he could go down at any point. So I think starting pitching is by far the biggest need at the deadline. And, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Andrew Friedman you know, swing for the fences, make a huge, huge pickup that – uh desperately needs to help this Dodger rotation, especially come October, which has been kind of their weakness the last couple of years. Boy, if Andrew Friedman wanted to make the move of all moves, I don't think it's any big surprise to anybody what I'm about to say. But the Angels are most likely, they have to move Otani. No, they don't have to. They're right in this thing. They don't have to, but, I mean, they got to really think about, will we ever be able to sign him? And if they don't think they can... I, I got to think there's going to be talk. And would it not be insane if the Dodgers made a move where they desperately need starting pitching and they go get Otani and they add what Otani does? A 280 batting average, 12 home runs, a 5 and 1 record as a starting pitcher with 80 strikeouts. Uh, I mean, 59 innings pitch would probably make him the most. Uh, yeah, Clayton Kershaw's got 57 innings pitch. He'd have the most innings pitch of any Dodger pitcher. I mean, I don't know, Blake, what do you think about that possibility? I completely agree, Cappy. I thought the Angels should have done it last trade deadline when they could have gotten a better package than the Nationals got for Juan Soto. And yeah, if they're still in the playoff hunt by what, August 1st, I think is the deadline, which nowadays pretty much every team in baseball can be in the hunt because of the expanded playoffs. But if the Angels were smart, they would call the Dodgers up and they would just list all the players they want. And I think Andrew Friedman would say, okay, here you go. Because the Dodgers, uh, this is something I, I want to tell you guys. Remember this a couple years from now, but the Dodgers starting rotation in AA right now, we're going to look back in three or four years and say that might be the greatest minor league starting rotation we've ever seen because the guys they have in AA right now, the numbers they're putting up are insane. And the Angels, they could probably ask for all four or five of them and get them from the Dodgers. So instead of letting Shohei walk for absolutely nothing this offseason, you'd be smart to at least restock your farm, get some studs back in a deal. But 
they won't. And I, I just can't see them wanting to trade with the Dodgers either. But And we know the Angels just, again, I – I can't see them doing it, even if they're like ten games out of the playoff hunt. Yeah. But they're not. I mean, they're right in the thick of this thing at no, the moment. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, so having that yeah. conversation now is silly. They're five games over yeah. five hundred. I think they're in third place in the division. So, I mean, they're they're alive. Yeah, makes sense why why they wouldn't hold on to them. But like long term picture, you know, it, you you got to restock. The yeah, they're apartment. a game hey, back knows, of the maybe, wild card. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they go for it. Right now, there. <laughs> right now, there. Right now. Yeah, yeah. right now, there. Hey, um, Blake. And both guys hit home runs last night. I, they mm-hmm. swept the Red Sox. I was watching that game last night. Blake, um, I got to tell you, man. So to me, baseball season's about to begin. You know, we're 50 games in. Dodgers are 51 games in. But with the Lakers just getting knocked out, now I can start to focus my evenings on baseball because all my nights have been focused on basketball. Obviously, I know that Trace Thompson has gotten off to a very rough start so far this year. You got anything on what's going on or what might happen going forward? I don't even think Trace Thompson really knows you know, what's going on because he's had good at bats during the stretch, which I think is now 0 for 38, I want to say. He's had stretches where he's hit the ball hard. He's just gotten extremely lucky. Uh, unlucky. Obviously, his strikeout rate is too high for anyone's liking, but... I think with Trace Thompson, the Dodgers are just going to ride it out, give him at least a couple of months, because as of right now, there are no other options in the minor leagues the Dodgers can turn. So I know a lot of people are like saying DFA him, uh, but he still gives kind of productive at-bats. His walk rate is pretty high, still plays really good defense. So I think Trace Thompson's job is safe, at least through the All-Star break, maybe at the end of July, early August a bit. If the Dodgers want to acquire an extra outfielder at the deadline, that might be what sends him down or gets him off the team. But I, I still think Trace Thompson is going to figure it out. At this point, literally any production from him will be better than what he's given you now. So I have faith in Trace. We saw last year. But, yeah, he needs, a, he needs a base hit or something. Like At this point, what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, he needs to try to get a bunt down and have that be a hit. You know, in basketball, they always say a f- making a free throw kind of gets you out of a scoring slump and can turn things around. Maybe by just getting the bunt down and getting a hit in the column, Maybe that can help him turn it around because clearly everything else isn't working at this point. Yeah, 34 strikeouts and a batting average of 109. Blake Harris is our Dodger insider. He joins us every week on Thursdays at 545. You can follow his sub stack there. Uh, Subscribe to it. I do. Cappy doesn't because he's cheap. Uh, Follow him on Twitter at Blake H. Harris. Inside the Ravine is the podcast. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the time as always. I always appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend over there. All right, Balake. It's not just that I'm cheap. I mean, that's part of it. No, it's a big part. Big part. It's a big part. But you say support journalism, and you know me. I have a philosophy which is support sensationalism. Correct. So if you know, maybe he was a little more sensational and a little less journalistic. He's giving you the real stuff. Mm -hmm. He's doing the Lord's work. That's what you. I've heard that the Lord's work. He is. He's doing the Lord's work. Mm -hmm. That kid. All right. Coming up next. Let's get back to the Lakers. Because people have lost their mind with what D'Angelo Russell had to say in his exit interview. We'll tell you what he said next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.